0: Before we begin this episode, I would like to put out an official apology. Um, later in this episode, you will hear a conversation between myself and Joel about James's in cinema. And we discuss the fact that James Marsden would be wonderful in a superhero movie. However, he has never been in a superhero movie. omitting um, the fact that he's one of the original superheroes, arguably, of the modern age, playing Cyclops in the X-Men movies. Also, James L. Jones is clearly the best James and I don't know why I just brushed over him. Enjoy the episode. Release the idiots!
1: Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at borough.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at borough.com slash ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess
0: the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door.
2: Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules at the Dream Factory are very simple. We can discuss as many of your film ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage where its runtime, total gross and budget will form a key part of the new maths-heavy British curriculum. I'm Joel, a man who puts the long div into long division and across from me is John Harris, a man who, in a bed to get ahead of Rishi & Co, has started his own child on a rigorous maths camp. Eight hours a day, seven days a week, Ten minutes for lunch, isn't that right, John?
0: Yeah, all of that's true. He can he can sort of count to ten, but it's they're sort of noises that vaguely resemble the, mm. the words they're supposed to be. Does he know he's, what they are? He goes ah, mm, mm, four. He re- yeah, nice. Oh, we all fours, love four. Four. Yeah, just like the does, five the five gold rings of counting upwards.
2: But does he know what numbers are?
0: This. Oh, I think there are enough. Dads are bad at parenting podcasts out there. Um, so I don't want to, want to add to that Yeah, but
2: point. our angle is that I'm not a parent.
0: True. Does he know he he does this thing so he loves balloons but balloons are a nightmare with kids right because they just pop them immediately and it all goes wrong right and so he does so i would i would give him a balloon and then he would almost instantly pop it and then i would go to him one more and i'd do the finger gesture really nice. wagging yeah, my finger yeah, yeah. one more one more and then so we'd go to the cupboard and get it and then after a while he learned that if he says one more he gets another of the thing right but he hasn't quite got the concept that one more is like a a f- like it's a final thing right he just thinks one more is yeah. like infinite stuff he's like he thinks it's the yeah. cheat on Sims he's like rosebuddy <laughs> one more What one- yeah. and he does the finger wagging and because he's saying one more and doing a finger wag at me obviously I think it's so adorable I just give yeah. him everything he wants
2: I I, I kind of quite often approach- first of all I like the idea that you've got this huge cupboard in your house it's just full of inflated balloons <laughs> <laughs> I I quite often, you know, let's say I'm eating a packet of biscuits. I'll quite often say to myself, "One more." It doesn't mean there is only one more biscuit, but at the time, my intention is to have one more. So it's not entirely wrong.
0: True, that's true. I'm, I'm saying the that hard
2: me and your son are on a on a level.
0: Absolutely, I've I've always said it.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talking to you has really birth. prepared
0: me to be a dad.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, good stuff, John. John, we're here to discuss film ideas, not your stupid baby. What? <laughs> Oh, that was so mean. I'm sorry. H- have you got a film idea for me? Uh,
0: what about this one? This is from Alex, who knows that you owe them a pint, but won't make a big deal about it. And oh. he sent over Super Mario Bros. Matt and Luke Goss give up music and become plumbers.
2: It's good. It's good stuff. I Would they be good plumbers? I feel like they've got kind of that fun every man appeal, maybe. Yeah.
0: Would they- They'd be better well- plumbers
2: than I am. What's the most advanced plumbing you've ever done?
0: Uh, I would say I've never done anything even. Sl- I plugged a hose in outside in the garden. I fiddled, I fiddled a, as fidd- much.
2: I fiddled with a U bend once.
0: What? No, I wouldn't even. Wouldn't go near a U bend, mate. I
2: I did fix the radiator on my car. Does that count? No, obviously not, because that's being a mechanic. But it does involve water, mm. so it's an interesting blurring of the lines because a radiator in the home is the domain of a plumber. Yeah, but that radiator in a car and it's exactly the same thing. That's where a mechanic comes in.
0: Can a mechanic? fix a, a house radiator and can a plumber fix a car radiator? Oh,
2: that is the kind of telly I would watch. <laughs> if there was like the ultimate dad channel, that is <laughs> yeah. so bang on the money, isn't it? Can can they swap Can they swap disciplines? John, would you like to know how I fixed the radiator in my car?
0: Yeah, of course. Thanks. We all wanted to know. <laughs> so it, uh,
2: it was a glorious, glorious, glorious Peugeot 106 that I drove so much and destroyed, just doing tens of thousands of miles in it. And- After a few years of faithful service, it started to break lots. Like it would overheat a lot on the motorway. And I was completely skint and knew that the radiator was leaking because it was overheating after like 15 minutes every time I drove. Scary stuff. And the, the car would probably need a new radiator. There was absolutely no way in hell I could afford a new radiator. So one night when I was at work and I worked behind a bar, I started Googling sort of like, you know, sometimes you'll have a flight of fancy where you think, I can just do this myself. Have you ever done it when you like Google, can you fix a filling in your mouth at home? That kind of thing. (laughs) We've all done that. You have these flights of fancy. And I Googled and like, I clicked on a Reddit thing, which is where you get, I get my most reliable information. Famously. It said, there are ways that you can fix a radiator. All you need to do is pour in some egg. No. Into the bit where the water goes, right? No. And I thought I've got nothing to lose. So I went into the kitchen of the wedding venue where I worked behind the bar and I got some eggs (laughs) and I walked up to my car at the end of the night and I cracked three eggs into the radiator. And the theory is that when the radiator heats up, the egg cooks and it blocks the little holes that are in the radiator. Okay. And I did it. And John, I drove that car for another two years and I never had to replace the radiator.
0: Did it smell?
2: No, of course it didn't smell. (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> it was a, it's like a couple of eggs in, you know, liters and liters of water. It hey, it worked.
0: That is fascinating.
2: That's good stuff, right? So, a little top tip for you there.
0: In uh, f- uh, fun fact about Alex's suggestion is that uh, the Super Mario Bros movie was also my suggestion this week. I've got another one now, but it was initially my suggestion no as way. well. And then Alex tweeted us in, my version was british pop outfit find themselves in the mushroom kingdom and they don't really notice anything.
2: Nice. That's good you know, stuff. They
0: sort of, yeah. They're yeah, lovably yeah, yeah. sort of oblivious.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's good.
0: Um, yeah.
2: Um, Have you got one for me, Joel? I've got one for you, John. How about this one from Stu? Boppenheimer. He accidentally creates the pop classic Call Me Maybe. Yep. It is a Boppenheimer. Ex- carry on, please. It's
0: a different Oppenheimer to the one who did the atomic bomb, I think, right? For the sake of us not getting, I'm, no. I'm scared
2: about this. Are you scared because <laughs> it's a real person? <laughs>
0: Yeah, his fa- the family might come after us.
2: The family, might come, yeah, because alleging that he
0: wrote "Call Me Maybe." <laughs> I'm not sure.
2: Yeah, okay. So it's, a, it's Oppenheimer's brother. Mm. So they go, they go, one, they go separate ways. He's got an identical twin. Oppenheimer creates the atomic bomb, and the other one becomes a pop hit hall of famer. Or is it Oppenheimer's son? Okay, wants to c- carry on in the family business of being, you know, a groundbreaking scientist. But the kid loves pop music too much.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
2: And so he's got one of those spinning round blackboards where he's pretending to, in his bedroom, and he's pretending to write impressive formula on it. And as soon as his dad leaves the room, he spins it over. It's got all your favourite pop lyrics on. That's what I'm thinking. And obviously the end is Oppenheimer going to a gig and crying when he hears the oh, yeah. pop music. That's how these things end, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and let's just not focus too much on what Oppenheimer did and stuff. i just trying to put that in the plot. just feels a bit scary. Well, are, you,
2: are you really excited about the um, the current... Oppenheimer narrative, the big thing that is coming out on the same day as Barbie.
0: I've got some terrible news for you, Joel. It's been pushed back.
2: Oppenheimer did Oppenheimer relent? Yes, Joe. Oppenheimer blinked
0: first. (laughs) Barbie played chicken, and Oppenheimer
2: oh that's so good that's so good i was really excited for that i was doing the biggest day in cinema ever yeah i was considering the double header
0: now do you i think you start with oppenheimer finish with barbie right
2: you have to you you cannot come out of barbie like imagine what the credit scenes are going to be like in barbie they're going to be amazing you can't hop and skip over to oppenheimer in screen (laughs) seven full of tango ice blast and like you know foam bananas
0: what do you eat to the screening of Oppenheimer? Just a bread roll?
2: You, well, that's a good question. I think it is just a bread roll and maybe like a peppermint tea. You have to, you have to go Oppenheimer first. I would actually say it's Oppenheimer, no snacks.
0: No snacks, and then yeah.
2: And then you have a good 20 minutes maybe between screenings and you just go and load up on the most colourful snacks known to man. Uh, oh, yeah. For Barbie
0: the if you're feeling really indulgent you can have some water during oppenheimer
2: yeah but it has to be sort of room temperature
0: (laughs) tap water you have to you have to be that guy who asks at the cinema for some tap
2: and if you go and watch oppenheimer in 4dx which i'm sure is available they (laughs) actually give you a glass of water so that it you can see it shake a little bit when they test the explosion very nice you can watch it Um, in 4dx
0: I nearly bought a ticket to go see Guardians of the Gal- Galaxy Volume 3 in 4DX. Um, so are you're one of these people that buys cinema tickets
2: months in advance?
0: The only do reason things, I have is because me, me and my partner have taken the day off work and we're in central London. We're going to go watch Guardians of the Galaxy at 10 in the morning and then we're going to go have lunch. Because that is what life is like when you have a child. You, you take days off work to go do weekend stuff.
2: Okay, I'll allow it. I'm excited. If, I'm excited much. for you. That's an exciting central London day. It would have uh, been really yeah. good if you'd unknowingly done it in 4DX.
0: Oh my gosh, I've never done 4DX. Uh, I, I think to be fair, if you're going to do it, something like Guardians probably would yeah. be good. What, you what want to you at like least? Blockbuster, the,
2: the moving seat, the jets of water in your face, or the wind that blows on you, or I the uh, the, the new seat. the new thing, which is the bionic hand that goes uh, <laughs> touches your hair. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'd say the moving seat, because I think one of the great pleasures of going to the cinema is they have really perfected a very comfortable seat. And so if that's like jerking around, I'd be sort of annoyed.
2: Yeah. Okay, good to know. So you're saying next time we go to the cinema, you're happy for me not to kick your seat, but no, you're happy for me to spray like a vulvic in your face the whole way through, as long as I don't kick your seat. Hiring
1: for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
0: Would you like another one from me, Joe? What about this one from Oscar? Mulan. Mulan.
2: Oh, is it a cow?
0: I hope so. (laughs) He hasn't (laughs) said, but I'd I'd assume so.
2: Okay. Now, Mulan. What's the story of Mulan? I have seen it. Eddie Uh, Murphy plays a cow.
0: Okay. Hmm? So Mulan is about a a young woman joining the male army forces in a time where, um, obviously, we're women back in those days weren't allowed. And so the whole story is, is about that, right? So yeah. what would a cow say? Yeah, you're right, infiltrate? John. It's back in those
2: days when there were little talking dragons. <laughs> it's, uh, Mulan is 100% historically accurate, of course. It's back in the days where women couldn't be in the army and there were little dragons voiced by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> An important part of history that we, we often- Really uh, and overlooked. Look, so there are lots of criticisms leveled at um, the hist- history curriculum here in the UK. And actually something I don't hear often enough is that we, we tend to skirt over the period in history where Eddie Murphy voiced <laughs> Little Dragons. Just, it's not yeah. covered. It's just Tudors, 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 Second World War, Second World War. Where's the module on the period of time when Eddie Murphy voiced the Little Dragon?
0: Tudors, Second World War, Vikings, Robin Williams playing a genie, Second World War. Extensively
2: <laughs> covered, Second World War, exactly. Uh, no, so this is... A cow is from a time when cows weren't allowed to be in the army. Hey, hey, In the in the Second World War, you do hear these stories about how they trained pigeons and dolphins and uh, uh, at one point a chihuahua to be super spies. Mm. All of that's true, but there were animals, and there was—they've even got their own medals, haven't they? Is it purple? You know, those animals can can win medals for their service in the army. But John, I think that's
0: disrespectful. Give them the human-coloured ones, not human-coloured. <laughs> human-coloured, like, yeah. Like flesh- make them out of no, make them out of
2: flesh. Make them out of flesh. Make them out of human flesh. <laughs> And there is a cow born that is desperate to be a super army spy, but they've never let cows in before. So this cow pretends to be a dolphin. <laughs> <laughs> and it's voiced by Eddie Murphy and it joins, it wears a big snorkel and paints itself dolphin coloured and joins the army. How about that?
0: I love it. I, I, don't, I don't think there's really much more to be said on that one, Joel. <laughs> uh, fun fact about Oscar um. Is uh, he? He said, "I don't watch any movies or series, so most of my knowledge is from you. Your future content will influence my submissions, <laughs> which is a terrifying thing." Oh my thing god, to Oscar! Say. Oscar, we'll 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 recommend some films to you. Oscar, um, I'll take Os- you to the
2: cinema. I, I mean, I will spray water in your face and kick your chair for the full 4DX experience. But I'll take I'll take you.
0: Also, um, Oscar definitely has a novel in him.
2: Ah, oh, that's just nice. A nice. Just a compliment. Is that sort of it needs to be removed, or he could write one? <laughs> he's he, eating a book.
0: He has the ability to write one, but he's also consumed one. Good. That's why he's not watching telly or anything any, at the minute. He's cause Cause he's trying busy to digest book. a book. <laughs>
2: <laughs> hey, how about this one from Daryl? Fast BMX. Vin Diesel tears up at the skate park. Yes, please. So that's what the Fast and the Furious and Triple X combined? I don't know.
0: No, it's Fast X is Fast 10. It's the
2: the new... My my brain went to the maybe less successful vehicle, Vin Diesel vehicle Triple X. Hey, which we all look, remember.
0: I remember it I remember well. Interesting thing about Daryl is he always runs the bath at exactly the right temperature.
2: Wow, Daryl. That's a real skill.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean he didn't specify uh, that it isn't a triple X reference as well. And if you know, Vin Diesel's there, why not?
2: So they've gone Fast X for
0: the tenth. I can't believe there's been ten films. The naming conventions of the Fast and Furious movies is incredible. Are they doing it on purpose? I just think every time they just go, what sounds the coolest? it's not. Yeah, the- 100%. They
2: didn't it's care not about, about the consistency. Last time. As soon as the last Fast and Furious is made and released, they burn all scripts, all tape, like all storyboarding, and they basically have a clean slate for every movie, including the title. They're, they do not, there's no, it's only that Vin Diesel and The Rock can just about remember the characters they're playing that there's any consistency across the films. But they're like, what's the coolest thing we could do? Call it X, go to space. Is they this one do- space or is this one time travel?
0: Uh, I I don't know uh, either that I've heard I've heard sort of whisperings of stuff that suggests there might be time travel involved which would be amazing at this point why not started off drag racing basic drag race movie now
2: now it's a full blown time travel multidimensional thing Yeah, I'd be very into that
0: and look you know uh, no just look Vince obviously worked very hard for his you know frankly enormous physique Mm -hmm. and but it is a funny image him on a little BMX it oh, is. oh, everyone who's ever been in a fast movie on a BMX is funny. I think.
2: Yeah, if they have maybe Stafe, like, The Rock, the the current the country they're in has a huge green initiative. Maybe it's there. Maybe the next film's in <laughs> Amsterdam, and it's been completely pedestrianized. And the next Fast and Furious film, yeah, that has to happen all on bikes. So there's a bit where The Rock and Vin are on a tandem. Ah, <laughs> uh, I actually would. I would be first in line at the cinema. Um, Now, this is the ultimate question. What's the triple header? I think you start with Oppenheimer, then you watch Fast and the Furious on bikes, (laughs) and then you finish on Barbie. Uh, No, if it was on, if they said, look, we've literally explored every aspect of cars. We're going to have to break out into new transport. And the next one was set on bikes. I would, I would go and watch it. The rock, the rock on a bike is the funniest thing you could imagine. He'll look like when Krusty the Crown rides that little bike.
0: Exactly. It's just, yeah. It would be absolutely beautiful. And... Yeah, just those sort of enormous tricks and stunts and sort of them defying the, the laws of physics is funnier when you can see them on a little bike rather than inside a big car. hundred
2: um, percent. I want to see every sinew of the rock as he's pedaling around. And like, you know, maybe one of them accidentally ends up on the tour, winning the Tour de France and they have to put the yellow jersey on and like their biceps are <laughs> bursting out of that Lycra. There's a lot there. I'm into it. Very good. Would you like another one from me? I'd love another one from you.
0: What about this one from What the Flick, who have saved multiple cats from trees? Uh, oh. Avengers send James. The Avengers are on vacation and cannot be bothered with dealing with Thanos. So, Corden, Earl Jones, Cameron, Marsden, and May are sent in their place.
2: Wow, it's the world's greatest team of James.
0: <laughs> soundtracked by the band
2: James. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course <laughs> it's soundtracked by the, the band James. Yeah, it's a great idea. It's a great idea. Who's your favorite James?
0: From that list, I think the person, my favourite and the person who's probably going to have the best time in this is um, Marsden. Oh no, yep. James Cameron's in there.
2: Yeah, James Cameron is in there. I don't know.
0: But it, neither, none of them are going to be particularly good. Right, Corden, Earl Jones, Cameron and May, uh, you know, Thanos, uh, Ultron, any any of them are going to take them down pretty They're quickly. They're going to crush and them
2: think, pretty quickly, aren't they? Yeah. I think
0: it's Marsden who's the last man standing. Marsden... As far as I'm aware, Martin hasn't done a superhero thing, but he sort of looks like he, a superhero man. Like he's very that that sort of look. So I can imagine him, you know, if, if we're doing it based purely on looks. Yep. It's him.
2: It's James him, Martin. 100%. Or maybe, but maybe there's some sort of law that if you get enough James together, they have like a unified power.
0: Ah, like Power Rangers. Yeah, Megas, exactly. Megazord? Have I made that up? Is that right? Something
2: like that. That's right, I think. Yeah, the more James you have... The more powerful they become. Mm. But the way that you the, the upset that is just by adding a John, famously.
0: We all knew that. Is the band James made up of five people called James?
2: <laughs> yep.
0: That's why their songs are so powerful. Exactly. Undefeated.
2: Undefeated. Right, John, would you like to hear our ideas from us? Yes, please. Here's my idea from me Eight Smile. <laughs> Eminem Aww. is forced into a rictus grin every time he performs and he can't shake it. And it's really difficult because some of his songs are quite, you know, he's on stage singing Stan or that one, one of the ones about his kids, and he's just grinning the whole time and he gets cancelled and he can't change the smile. Thoughts, feelings?
0: I feel good. Na 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 na. I think it would be really creepy, Eminem sort of gurning his way through a performance. I don't, I don't like that image at all. I'm not sure I've ever seen Eminem smile particularly. He's Ooh. not a smiley guy, is he? Even when he's being funny and stuff, it's quite acerbic. Yeah, it isn't true. smiley, is it? So
2: he's caught in this like terrifying grin 24 7. That would be quite unnerving, wouldn't it?
0: I don't want any part of it, Joe.
2: There we go. Uh, would you
0: like my movie idea, Joe? Would love it. Would love it. Palpatine, Star Wars coming of age comedy. Palpatine. It's good. Look,
2: I think that that's inevitable, ultimately. They've announced a whole new slate of films. They're not going to stop. They're never going to stop. Let's or give Palpatine an- a go.
0: Not another Palpatine movie.
2: Perfect. Even better. Even better. Not <laughs> another Palpatine. Well, that's what a lot of the Star Wars fans online say.
0: Exactly. That's after uh, after the ninth Star Wars movie. I'm pretty sure everyone was saying that.
2: <laughs> there you go. That's great. A young Palpatine. He's kind of a cool guy at Sith school.
0: Yes, Sith school. Sith yeah, school I mean, yeah. you're right. So there's. The, I know that there's a show coming out. Oh, man. For the life of me, I can't remember what it's called. And it has Jude Law and a bunch of kids. And it's apparently like the Goonies in space. So <laughs> we're not like a million miles off, yeah, a high school comedy by any stretch of imagination.
2: No, it's going to happen. It's inevitable. They will They will eventually have covered every genre. And I'm here for it. Well, well done, John. Well done, listener. I know the
0: the, the winner is, I, I said, I tweeted this earlier because um, Josh commented on that What the Flick one saying how good it was. And I said, yeah, Bookie's favorite right now is Avengers San James is probably the, the winner.
2: Yep. Well done. And I actually don't think we did it justice, but there we go. (laughs) There
0: we go. We're not going to do it.
2: No, I'm not going to do it justice. (laughs) Well done, John.
0: Hello, mate. That was an episode. Four stars.
2: Wow. Okay. Oh, it's out of 20. That's what your rating is.
0: (laughs) People are already saying four stars. No, are you're saying, saying five stars. stars. If you're listening and think oh, I've got to rate this, you rate it mm-hmm. five stars and you go on to Apple. I, we haven't said it for a while. There's a there's a sort of glitch on Apple Podcasts that you if you rate our podcast and you do anything other than a five star, there's like a virus that sort of breaks your computer. So yeah, it's just kill your
2: family and everyone you've ever loved. It's <laughs> sad. So I would go and rate us five stars. Just be on the safe side. John, have you been enjoying popular culture?
0: Yeah, yes. The big one is uh, I went to the I was I was Allowed the opportunity, allowed the opportunity. I went to see Dungeons and Dragons at the cinema on Saturday morning. I'm very excited.
2: Is it as fun as everyone says it
0: is? It is a romp. It's really good fun. I've really enjoyed (sighs) it. It looks
2: really good. I would like to see it.
0: It's sort of like the the, the sort of really reductive way to think about it is it's sort of like um, a fantasy version of Guardians of the Galaxy, sort of losers- Coming together to sort of do a great nice. thing, in and in you a, and and that's the thing I think that works really. And I, I actually quite I don't mind the Taika Waititi stuff, but that's the thing I realised the difference between like a Guardians tone and a Taika Waititi tone is the like the characters are funny, but they're on um, they're allowed to be serious as well. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. so sad things happen, and then whereas like in Taika Waititi's films, which again I like, if a sad thing happens, immediately someone's already joking about it. Yeah, yeah. Whereas in it, that's why I think it's more like Guardians. You, you, they they let sort of people be sad as well as funny. So um, yeah, it was re- I was I was really impressed by it. Really enjoyed it. Would recommend. And I hope they make more um, films in general. Oh nice. <laughs>
2: yes. Otherwise, this podcast you, is done. We're done. We're done for. If they stop making films, so please do keep making films. Good what stuff, about John. What um, I finally got round to watching Succession. Yeah. As you'll recall, I was very very angry about having it spoiled.
0: Oh yes 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 yes. And yes. there
2: was. A lot of football. I couldn't really find the, the, the right time to sit down and watch the session. And then I really I found out, John, that there's no real right time to watch the most recent episode. Well, no, not the most recent episode, episode three, because of when we're recording this. And I watched it and I fucking bawled my eyes out.
0: Oh, really? It's very oh good. My
2: it's, it's a oh, very my good God. Oh, my God. was. I couldn't handle it. It really knocked me for six. It's absolutely amazing. If you're,
0: if you're enjoying Succession and listen to this podcast, I would recommend Firecrotch and Normcore, which is Jeff Lloyd and Sarah Barron's podcast about it. Yeah, they're really good podcasts. Um, really fun podcast about Succession.
2: There we go. Good stuff. Well, well done, everyone. We'll see you again next week. Well done, John.
0: Bye, mate. Have a lovely life.
2: Peace out. Planning for your next trip?
1: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
0: Send the guys a movie idea. Tell your friends that you like the show. Follow us on social media. Then you'll be the best listener.